It's time for JT the Brick. Hey, JT, how you doing, man? Now there's a new team, and everybody's pretty much new, and I got their back. I want this thing to work. Everybody's got to get on the same page. JT the Brick. Yeah, there's going to be ups and downs. There's going to be last-second losses. There's going to be a draft pick that doesn't make the team. Whatever it is, it's Raider Nation. JT, thanks for having me on. Always great to catch up with you, and keep her going, okay? I'll talk to you soon, man. And now, here's JT the Brick. Out of the gate, JT with you as we begin Friday on Raider Nation Radio, 920 a.m. No, it's Thursday. Do you believe that, Bobby? I'm already out the door. Got a big ski trip coming up as I'm heading up to Tahoe. Brought to you by PTs. Was on the phone today with one of the Grand Poobahs over at PTs, and they are loaded up for... Happy hour, 5 to 7. March Madness, midnight to 2 a.m. tonight. As Las Vegas is invaded with a bunch of basketball fans who are here, we are packed. Hotels, casinos, packed. And why wouldn't you be? Where would you rather be? Look outside if you're not in the market and you're streaming us. The weather is glorious and everybody's inside watching March Madness. Get outside in between games. We got... A couple of good games I'll report on. I'll give you some live updates during the game here today. And the Raiders just had two players who were introduced to the media. We'll get to that sound as we open it up. What I wanted to do today was something cool. I wanted to do a Raider rally. I used to host the Raider rally at Jack London Square. Raise your hand and beep your horn if you've ever been to a Raider rally. I've sung Mustang Sally and music at that. I've performed. I've been there. I've introduced all the legends. And I wanted to do a mini version of that today. So my goal is today, it's kind of a getaway for me. I want to have a positive show with the Raiders and everything they've done. Everything they've done in free agency. And wow, they've done a lot. They've done a lot, and they prove that they have a plan. And the plan is being played out right in front of us. They're bringing in former Patriots. They're looking at former Patriots, and they're running the Raiders the way now it will be run for the future. This is it. I've been on board with everybody who comes in. Why wouldn't I be? Every new GM, every new coach, you shake their hands, you put them on the radio, you wish them well. We're doing the same for Dave Ziegler and Josh McDaniels. Their plan is different because it comes from a dynasty. It comes from a dynasty. I don't know how you can argue it until it doesn't work. And we're not going anywhere near that because I think it's working and there's some good things happening. So what we're dealing with now is a new way of life for the Raider Nation. They're not used to this since dating back to the great Al Davis. But Al Davis did it differently. Full control, Mr. Davis deserved it. One of the sharpest sports minds ever in any sport. So if Al Davis said, we're going to take Sebastian Janikowski, I don't care who you got, you're going to take Sebastian Janikowski. Mr. Davis says, we're going to draft this player, give me all your information, no, I'm going to take that player. You live with it. And Mr. Davis built the Hall of Fame career, and it was legendary with the greatest players playing in the greatest games. So that's how the Raiders have been run since the 60s. Why not? John Madden, Tom Flores, Marcus Allen, Fred Bolitnikoff, who, by the way, joins us Monday. So with all these great years of the Raiders, there's been some rough times. There's been a lot of turnover in the last 20 years. Since the tuck rule game against who? New England. The tuck rule game and everything changed after the Super Bowl. You know, I give Mr. Davis a lot of credit, too, because I was there for it when he went in one more time while he was alive to try to win. He went all in, brought in Rod Woodson, Bill Romanowski, whoever he could, and it worked. They got to a Super Bowl. 
And you looked at the team, and you're like, man, they're going all in. Eric Allen, my partner on the pre- and post-game show, they went with a lot of veterans because Mr. Davis thought he could get one more ring in his lifetime. And then after that, the Raiders went through a bunch of rebuilding processes, took their swings, hired good people, but it just never clicked. It clicked last year. The Raiders made the playoffs. But Mark Davis decided to go in a different direction. He liked what he saw when he interviewed Dave Ziegler and Josh McDaniels. He wanted the principles of the Patriots and their success to now take this team into the future in a brand new market. Brand new. Las Vegas. Now we got the draft, we got the Super Bowl, and we have a new regime. So when you look at what's happening here, it should be very simple for everybody to understand the process. I thought the last process was really simple to see with Gruden. Very simple to see. Let's build the team with players that will go exclusively to beat Kansas City. And they did. They split the year before until they got annihilated last year. And then, you know, Coach Gruden had full control, kind of like Belichick has full control. Unfortunately, there was a problem, the email situation with Coach Gruden. So they blew it up. And now they're following the Patriots model, but a little bit differently. The guy who's running it doesn't have full control. So Josh McDaniels isn't coming in with the power of Belichick and Gruden had, which is refreshing for a lot of Raider fans. They want to see it done differently. So this week, whenever I've been in the car and I'm listening to the shows here on our lineup, it's great we have our own flagship. I've been listening to other callers, other than the callers that call in, in my slot. And a lot of people had to be walked off the ledge. Had to be walked off the ledge on Monday and Tuesday. And then, boom, Chandler Jones signs. And everybody just runs to the liquor cabinet, takes a swig, and is like, hey, man, the world's back on course again. And that's how it happens normally. You bring in one player, and then your mind your mind changes. You go, ooh, ooh, now I get it. And then all of a sudden, the Raiders are flooded with free agency, and they're bringing in a lot of players. So I got up early this morning, had a meeting, and then I went online, and I made some calls to Miami and Baltimore. That's what I do. My research is not writers writing for me and a teleprompter guy. I call people. And I called Jerry Coleman in Baltimore. I called him directly on Anthony Averett. I wanted to know about the new quarterback. I talked to him for a half hour on him. Really good player. Been injured a bunch. But when he's playing, he's got some pop to him. He's a ball hawk. He can make some plays. And then I talked to Orlando Azelgari down in Miami, great sports talk host there. And I asked him about Mac Hollins and what he had to say. And I took notes on that. And I was blown away at how upset Miami is that they lost this player. And it was really interesting. And I'm going to share some of the notes for you right here. Here's what he said to me. So I said, can you tell me about him? This is before I called him. He said, bleeping, profanity, love him. Tough, great hands, will catch in traffic, leader, excellent special teams player, always around the football, can't teach that. I said, man, i got to call him, find out what he said. And then he talked for 10 minutes on how great of a player he is. And the Dolphins are really upset they let him go. And what he brings in is another special teams player along with Darius Phillips who came in. But Hollins comes in, leads Miami in yards per catch, special teams tackles, and four receiving touchdowns last year. Come on in, brother. That's exactly what the Raiders need. Special teams warrior, guy who catches the ball when it's thrown to him, leader in the locker room, and is loving the team and loving the upgrade here. On a better team with the Raiders, 10-win team. So I start going through this list, 
and you're starting to see a trend of the players that Josh McDaniels and Dave Ziegler are looking for. They swung big with Chandler Jones, 32 years old, aging, but in perfect condition, perfect shape, stays on the field and makes plays. He's a future Hall of Famer. I talked to a Raider Hall of Famer today about him. I'll leave him off the air because he told me some things off the record. And Chandler Jones is going to have a gold jacket in Canton, Ohio. If, if he doesn't have a downward trend in Las Vegas. All he's got to do, give him another 10 sack season, another 11 sacks. He's in the Hall of Fame. He's had the most sacks since 2012. That puts him in the Hall of Fame. He's just got to put the icing on the cake. Come here, do it in Vegas. It'll be cool because you'll go into the Hall of Fame as a Vegas Raider, even though he won a Super Bowl with New England, and maybe he can win one here. Rock Yassin, we have sound for him as he met the media. I'll get to him momentarily. We'll hear what he has to say. Anthony Avert came in in a tough time last year when Baltimore had a bunch of players injured. He was thrown into the fire and was one of their better players. And the Raiders got him on a short proof of deal, one year, $4.5 million. Darius Phillips, cornerback, special teams player, two for one. He's a guy that adds depth at that position, and they might need him to play. Let me stop for a second, because for whatever reason with this team, I want the bad luck to stop with everybody getting hurt around here. Everybody in the training room every year getting hurt. And then uh, who's playing cornerback? Where the hell is Trayvon Mullen? He's hurt. Where's Jonathan Abram? He's hurt. No, 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 no. These guys, they had a depth, depth at cornerback. They brought in Phillips and Avert, two cornerbacks, and Rocky Sin. Those are three right there, assuming Trayvon Mullen's going to be here. That's four. We wish KC Hayward well. He was just moved to Atlanta. What a year he had. Yannick Ngakwe and Casey Hayward, outstanding Raiders. We wish him well. I'd like to get some phone calls on those guys because we're the show, we're the show, that thanks the Raiders when they leave. 702-365-9200. Why wouldn't you call in and thank Casey Hayward? How many times did I go to Allegiant Stadium last year? He makes a big play on third down. Raiders are off the field. He had a great year. And especially the year that we saw out of Yannick Ngakwe. I sent that tweet out yesterday. I got an enormous response on it because a lot of NFL players and Max Crosby retweeted it with thanking Raiders for their service in Las Vegas as they go on to other teams. See, we're all grown up around here. We understand it's a business. People come, people go. That's what happens in the real world. But now these guys stepping in need to be better. They need to be better than the guys who were here to advance from the 10-win season. So I mentioned Matt Collins, Bilal Nichols. We had Mike North on from Chicago. Loved this player. Can't believe the Bears got rid of him. Brandon Bolden, the running back from the Patriots. And Jacob Johnson, the fullback from the Patriots. And he's a really good blocker. I mean, an elite blocker. And a multiple Super Bowl champ with some of these guys coming in. So they've been in locker rooms that have won AFC championship games and Super Bowls. They know how to practice. They know how to be professionals. They know what it's like to work for Josh McDaniels, at least in the building. So after all, if I forgot anybody, let me know. But I believe here that I mentioned eight players this week. Eight. Now the Raiders lost a bunch of players. Alec Ingle signing with Miami. I saw him at the Raider Foundation golf tournament. When I saw him, I figured he was probably gone. Figured it. He's a really good fullback, but, you know, Josh McDaniels brought in his own fullback. Nothing wrong with that. Alec Ingle is now the second-highest-paid fullback in football. Congratulations to him on a team in Miami. So he's probably happy about that, but I thought Alec Ingle 
would be here for a long period of time. It's a business. He's gone. So maybe someone will call in today and thank Alec Ingle. Maybe Steph McKenzie, her favorite player. So with all of that here with all these players, I want to celebrate that this week. Okay, I'm not saying that the Raiders are going to the Super Bowl, and I'll spend more time touching on it also tomorrow, but again, today I'm watching NFL Network. You won't believe this. My mind almost popped. Told my wife, come on in here. I'm watching NFL Network, and the morning show is doing a preview of the AFC West. And I said, oh, I'm going to sit down and watch this. No mention of the Raiders. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. My wife goes, what are, you, what are you upset about? I said, come here and watch this with me. And all of a sudden, we're watching this, and Kyle Brandt and Peter Schrager, good guys, Kay Adams. I think it was D'Angelo Hall, maybe the biggest bust in Raiders history per contract. I believe, Raider fans, correct me if I'm wrong, I think he played six games for $6 million. I believe it was guaranteed six games, $6 million. Please correct me if I'm wrong. So they're there. They're talking about the Raiders. No mention of the Raiders. They, they put up a picture of Max Crosby. But then they talked about Mahomes, and they were saying how the Chargers in Denver have now shortened the gap with Kansas City. And I said to myself, well, wait a second. The Raiders swept Denver, and the Raiders split with the Chargers and knocked the Chargers out of the playoffs. They would take none of that on NFL Network. They think they're better than the Raiders again. Well, this is a show of record that points out the other shows when they do this to the Raiders all the time. So even with eight new players, eight or nine new players if I'm missing one, Raiders still get no respect. None at all. Like, like, like none of these cornerbacks are going to break out and play well. And none of the players, and the Raiders aren't done yet. You know, the Raiders might be uh, doing some things today. So the show started about 12 minutes ago. I want to hear from some Raider fans today who are excited about the week. And if you weren't excited about the week, because I was here on Monday, and you were all pissed off. Man, you were angry, man. You were like a caged lion. If I walked up to you, I would have walked away, man. I would have walked away. You were a caged animals on this flagship. All you wanted to do was yell at me. We're not doing nothing. We're done. Oh, we're, we're rebuilding next year. No, you're not. You had a bunch of really good players. And it's the players that Josh McDaniels and Dave Ziegler want. Not the ones that you want. You're not the coach. You're not the GM. You didn't come from the Patriots dynasty. They did. And they come in here and they're going, no, 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 no. We're doing it our way now. No disrespect to the other coaches. No disrespect to Mike Mayock. No disrespect to Rich Basaccia. How could you? They're all great people. We're going to do it our way with our handprints on it. We're not going to overspend. Something Chandler Jones might be a little bit of an overspend, but he he knows these guys well. I'm okay overspending on Chandler Jones or J.C. Jackson or Khalil Mack. You're going to overpay overpay for one of these guys. You think Buffalo overspent for Von Miller, everybody? (laughs) Right? You think they overspent a little bit for Von Miller? I picked Buffalo to win the Super Bowl last year, and I was damn close. And if you ask me today, right now, I'd predict that Buffalo would win the Super Bowl again with Von Miller. They're loaded. And they got really close. But they lost to Kansas City with 13 seconds left to go. So with all of these players here, and we have some sound to play that I want to get to. Bobby, we'll start with Rocky Sin, who spoke today. You're going to start to hear about this new style and this new organization through these players because, remember, they were recruited to come here. 
So they're going to tell you what they're thinking. Rock your sin about the mindset and the competition he brings. It's a fresh start, you know, um, a fresh start, a chance to show my ability, a chance to compete, a chance to play with really, really good players and play for really great coaches. So I'm looking forward to the opportunity. Likes the roster, likes the coaches. Comes over from the Colts and a team that was supposed to be better than the Raiders last year. Remember that scam, everybody? Remember last year everybody told you how great Denver's roster was and the Colts? And the Raiders beat the Colts and the Raiders swept Denver. And now they're bringing some players over. They're bringing one over from Indianapolis who's really excited to be here. Uh, He talked about his skill set and how hard he works and the energy he's going to bring to this franchise. Here's Rocky Sin, new quarterback for the Raiders. Just, you know, the work ethic, nothing is given to me. Um, I just come out and work hard every day. I try to, you know, be the hardest worker in the room because sooner or later it pays off, you know, and you might not see it right now, but sooner or later it will pay off. And it's, it's, it's paid off for me throughout my career, and I'm hopefully it'll pay off. He's a good player. He's going to be a starting cornerback for your team, everybody. He, he did not get moved here in a trade straight up for Yannick Ngakwe. Yannick Ngakwe is a hell of a player. This is a straight-up player-for-player trade. This guy better be starting a cornerback, and whoever the hell wants to get on the other side and compete, go for it. We should have four guys competing for the other corner position. But this is no more the land of Damon Arnett getting blown up, getting blown up on the other side. And Trayvon Mullen you know, coming in and out and trying to be healthy. You got this kid who's going to come in, and he's coming off a good reputation career, early start to his career. So we talked more about that. Hey, listen, he was surprised he was traded in this deal. I would be too. No one thought that Yannick Ngakwe was going to leave. No, this was, you know, just yesterday, last minute. Um, I got a call from the GM, coach GM, letting me know that, you know, a trade had went through and that I was going to be a Las Vegas Raider. That's how it happens. Isn't that amazing when you got to tell your family and everybody, your neighbors, your friends, I'm out of here. I've had, I have a coach who lives by me in my neighborhood, just left. Really tough to say goodbye. Really tough. Uh, this is a business. It happens all the time. But a good player is coming in here. He met the media earlier today. Vinny Bonsignor asked him about the shocking news of the trade, but coming to Vegas and how he feels. My first, my first, you know, my first emotions wasn't really shock. It was more excitement, man. I know the kind of culture that is here. I know the kind of players that are here. You know, I'm just looking forward to playing with these guys and winning a lot of games, man. Yeah, he seems really excited to win. Anybody's going to say that at a press conference, of course. But you can tell the sincerity of Rock Yassin coming in here. And the coaching staff, including Patrick Graham and the other assistants on that side of the ball on defense that will learn under. Um, what I know about Coach Graham is that he's a great coach. Coach Simmons great coaches. Um, the whole defensive staff, the offensive staff, too, is a lot of really, really um, great coaches, you know, really big names, um, guys who have who are well-respected around the league. So I'm just looking forward to learning from these guys, man. Whatever scheme we're playing, whatever defense we're playing, I'm just looking forward to learning from these guys and continue to get better. Yeah, he sounds great. Looking forward to meeting him and getting him on the show. We have a request, hopefully, to have him on soon, and we'll wish him well, as we did, and we said goodbye to Yannick Ngakwe yesterday. So that's where we're at today. I'm going to get to the other sound that we have a little bit later on with Bolden, probably a half hour from now or so as we continue on. And there's some other free agent news coming in today. Uh, Lel Collins is going to be released by the Cowboys. He's going to be a post-June 1st, saving the Cowboys $10 million. Man, Cowboy fans are freaking out. And the other big news today is Deshaun Watson has to make up his mind between the Saints and the Falcons as Cleveland has dropped out. How crazy has that story been? Cleveland brings him in. Baker Mayfield freaks out. 
goes on Instagram, says goodbye to everybody, and then Cleveland comes out today and says, "No, we're not. We're not going to hire him. We're not going to trade for Deshaun. We just wanted him. We just wanted him in here to meet him." And Baker Mayfield freaked out. And that was a crazy story. That was a wild story this week. And Russell Wilson had his press conference yesterday. He said he plans on playing ten more years, ten, and winning three to four more Super Bowls. Three to four. Whoa. In the AFC West, three to four? It's a lot of Super Bowls for Russell Wilson. So that's what we have to deal with up in Denver. And again, I think the Chargers got really, really good. I think Khalil Mack and J.C. Jackson could be a horror show for the Raiders. Just one play. One play could change the game. But one play can change the game with Chandler Jones and Max Crosby and Rocky Seen and Derek Carr. So, you know, everybody... Calm down if you thought the other teams got ahead. They didn't because the Raiders, I thought, did a really good job the last couple of days, and they're not done yet. 702-365-9200-211. Steel reserves start us off. What's up, JT? Hey, man, I've been calling you the last couple of days because you know what? You've been on point, JT. Uh, I kind of lay low during the afternoon, but I, I'm digging it, man. I'm super excited. Um, as far as uh, what uh, – Y'all saying the same, man. I'm juiced, man. I like what he's saying. Like, most guys are coming in, I'm like, yeah, I got traded. You know, it's part of the business. No, this dude's ready to go to work, and I love that energy from him, man. Mm-hmm. And uh, it doesn't matter what system or scheme they're going to run. He's ready to go. I'm loving it. Um, as far as, like, the network's not showing us any love, hey, JT, you ain't brand new to this. You know how it goes. Mm-hmm. They never give us any love. Even when we are winning, brother, you know that it's more about how the other team screwed up than what we executed. It's never about what we do. So I like it like this. They don't want to give us no love. That's fine. I like us being the underdog. I know one day, hopefully one day is going to come when we can't be the underdog because we're going to be on top. But for right now, that's all good. Disrespect us. Do it all. Keep doing it because I don't want no love. But when we're on top, we're going to remember who the real ones were who had our backs. And I love it. This is the Raider way, the only way. And Raider Nation, holler if you can hear me. It's a new way. It's a new way of doing business. It's a fresh start, and we'll see how they back it up. They have to back it up on the field. Then they they need more players. They need more players. The draft is going to be huge. Trade still. The ability to sign current players here on the Raiders. Clear up some money. I think that's something that we're going to spend more time on maybe next week on how they were able to move around the cap and what they're going to do next for the car extension, the Renfro extension, assuming how they paid Max Crosby, what's going to happen here. Because obviously Josh McDaniels and Dave Ziegler, want, they want to keep some of the players. They don't want to gut the whole team. They don't gut the whole team. There's some good players here. Who are the good players that they're going to keep? Well, off the top of all of our heads, there's the core four, I call them now. It's Carr, Max, definitely Max, okay? Carr. Darren Waller, and then, you know, Jacobs, I'm a Renfro guy more than Jacobs. I'm a Renfro guy more than Jacobs. I've seen enough from Renfro to say he deserves to be here long-term. I think Josh Jacobs deserves to be here short-term. If he plays better, you know, there's a lot of Alabama guys on this team, the respect, if he turns out to have a lot left in his gas tank this year, look, the Patriots are bringing in other running backs and fullbacks from who? Oh, the Patriots. So, Josh, I think, is going to be here. I thought Josh Jacobs was exceptional in the final four games. He really was. But when you have a featured running back, you can't average 50 yards a game or 60 yards a game. Anybody can do that. Josh is a a tremendous talent. And possibly with Josh McDaniel's new offense, 
I think there's going to be more of a, a focus on Derek getting the ball out quicker. What did Tom Brady do under Josh McDaniels? He never got touched, and the ball came out quick. That's the Josh McDaniels way. Protect your quarterback, make the right decision quickly, and get the ball to the guy who's wide open. Now, after Brady's been doing this for so many years, uh, Brady's done it at such a high level that he's able to look off three or four different plays and find the open one. Derek is not Tom Brady, but Derek is very good at the line of scrimmage. I think he's elite at the line of scrimmage. And now you're going to have Josh McDaniels in his ear telling him where to go with the ball quickly. It should make a big difference. And John Gruden was a very good offensive-minded coach, right? A Super Bowl champion. So Derek's had some incredible coaching, but there's been way too much turnover. Now he gets one of the most qualified coaches in NFL history over 100 years of the NFL dating back to leather helmets. Only one, only one has won six Super Bowls as a coordinator. He's the head coach of the Raiders. So that's extreme knowledge to give to Derek Carr and the direction they're going to go in. Opens up a line for you. Let's keep it moving today. I'm, I'm focused to do a big show today. I know a lot of people aren't here today because they're watching March Madness, so I'm really dialed in on the NFL today because I'm not going to talk about Longwood. Okay, I'm not talking about Longwood today, but I do have some upsets that I want to get to. Evan in Marietta, California. Thanks for calling the flagship. Hey, JT. Thanks for taking my call. Uh, just a couple things. Good morning, football. The one show you watch if you want to get pissed off about the lack of <laughs> respect they give the Raiders. Today, uh, Bosa Mack versus uh, Jones and Crosby. Who has the better duo? It was 3-0, Bosa Mack. Completely disagree with you, that. You watch what I uh, watch. You watch what I watched today. It was ridiculous. Yeah, yeah it was ridiculous. Um, a couple things. Two, two teams you don't want to sign free agents from, and that's the Patriots and the Rams. The Chargers went all in on them, and I, I think there's a danger. You know, the uh, uh, Jackson was not drafted out of college. I mean, that's their big sign. I, you know, if we really wanted him, I think they probably could have uh, uh, got him, the, um, the Raiders. So, And I know there were some issues. So I, I think the Chargers are a toxic organization, and I think that toxicity always seems to rise to the top at uh, inopportune times for them. So mm-hmm. I, I'm not worried about them. I also think Russell Wilson's. You know, he's 33. He didn't have a good year last year, and uh, he can't throw over the middle. Um, he's going to have a hard time in the AFC West. Broncos have no uh, no top draft picks for the next two years. I don't think their team is in, anywhere as near as good as the Raiders is now, and I think Carr's equal or better to Wilson. So I'm very excited about the Raiders. Uh, the Chiefs are in salary cap hell. The Raiders have an opportunity, and if there's one thing about the Patriot way, it's they love to use motivation about disrespect. Mm-hmm. And the Raiders have been completely disrespected, and I'm sure we're going to be highly motivated to kick some AFC West butt this year. Thanks for all you do. Appreciate Thanks it. Thanks for all you do. Forget what I do. I appreciate all the listeners who call in, support our partners, and help us out here. First off, I couldn't disagree with you more. Russell Wilson's great. He's, he's elite. Okay, He's a top-five quarterback in this league. He's played in the biggest games in the last 10 years, won the biggest games on the road. He is not good. He is great. I also believe Deshaun Watson is elite. Not good, not great. He's elite. So in my top five, I have Deshaun Watson and Russell Wilson. So the good news is Deshaun Watson can't land in the AFC West. Right? There's no room for him with the other teams here. But I give credit to where credit's due. Khalil Mack is not good. He's elite. Bosa, Bosa at times disappears against the Raiders. 
He does. Against the Raiders, he disappears at times. Max Crosby doesn't against the Chargers. But when it comes to the quarterbacks in the division, it is still a problem. Russell Wilson is a massive upgrade. Not an upgrade, massive upgrade. So you got to expect him to play well. Not, that doesn't mean the Raiders can't win. The Raiders beat Patrick Mahomes a year ago in Kansas City. And he's the best player in the league. But Derek Carr has got to continue to get better. And he should get better under Josh McDaniels. He should. I mean, if the Raiders went out and got a defensive head coach, you look at Carr and go, okay, they got a wizard in Josh McDaniels. Even if you're not a huge fan of Josh McDaniels before he got here, you must respect him as a play caller and the amount of extra work he got in as a coach when all other coaches were golfing and hanging out in Cancun, and he worked an extra month his entire career coaching in the AFC Championship game in the Super Bowl. That is a tremendous addition to Derek Carr. And I like Greg Olson, Johnny Morton was there, John Gruden, all great friends and people I'd, I'd, I'd step in front of a bus for. But times change, and the new coaches are coming in with really unique and interesting resumes, and Raider Nation's going to get behind it. No time to take a step back for the Raiders. We're in the midst of a free agent week. The new league year just started. Let's act like it. Let's get excited today about the Raiders and what they did. And we'll have more sound coming up here. On the other side, uh, Brandon Bolden spoke. We have some good sound bites coming up from him. Also coming up, Dana Wagner from News 3 on the Dodgers. Dodgers got Freddie Freeman. Woo! The Dodgers lineup? Oh, it's like the NL All-Star team. They were able to do that. Also, we're going to get Kevin Bollinger from Fox 5 is going to join us. i got a couple of newsmen. I feel like Anchorman today. Got a couple of the famous news guys in town who are going to join us. And I'll keep an eye on March Madness for you. As tonight, I get off at 10 o'clock. I'm going right to Virgin for St. Paddy's Day. I got a pop-up Irish bar there tonight. Then I got a flight tomorrow afternoon. I'm going away for the weekend to do some scan and racing back Monday, hopefully with a new Raider player. A new Raider player or two potentially being introduced. Hopefully there's some good, more good news here. I'm in a good news mood because I think the Raiders have had an amazing Wednesday, Tuesday, Wednesday, that makes the offseason look up to date compared to everybody else around the league. Matter of fact, better than most of the teams around the league. 702-365-9200. Looking for Raider fans today to rally behind the team and what they've done in free agency so far. Carr looks, goes over to the left-hand side, and Zay Jones makes a heck of a grab for the first down, and it's in Charger territory. Working the sideline, type over the sideline on a nice out route. Derek Carr uses his accuracy to the best of his ability, throws a spiral. Zay was able to bring it in, haul it in for the first down. Zay Jones, Bobby decided today to play highlights of everybody who left. So we want to take the high road and thank all the players who are moving on, including Zay Jones, Casey Hayward, Alec Ingle, Yannick Ngakwe. So the players that are leaving here, we'd like to take the high road as we always do and hear from some Raider fans as we welcome in the new players today at 702-365-9200. Just got the alert. The Raiders have signed free agent offensive lineman Alec Bars. Bars joins the Raiders after spending the past three years 
with the Chicago Bears, who signed him as an undrafted free agent in 2019. Over his career, he has appeared in 38 games with 13 starts. Last season, the six foot five, three thirty four pound offensive lineman played in all seventeen games with five starts, helping pave the way for one hundred and eighteen point seven rushing yards per game. He's a native of Nashville, Tennessee. Three seasons at Notre Dame, with thirty two starts at right tackle, right guard, and left guard over his career. He was an All-American first-team honor in 2018. So the Raiders get there. I'm not talking about a starter, just adding depth on the offensive line. Alec Bars, newest member of the Silver and Black, another offensive lineman. 702-365-9200, and we're also keeping an eye on all the college basketball games. If you had a chance or if you're going to one of the casinos here in town, the sports books, let us know about it. What a comeback today by Michigan. Michigan was getting buried by Colorado State. They came back and won 75-63. to And Providence, the four seed, beat South Dakota State 66-57. to News three here. I think the dean, the dean of newscasters, one of my all-time favorites and friends, he's in Reno with the madness. Dana Wagner joins us. How are you, Dana? What's going on, JT? I'm sitting here at the brick in downtown Reno right now, and it's nuts already tell me about it this is so cool that you're out of vegas you're up in reno with your buddies watching march madness what's it like it's unbelievable right <laughs> now i gotta get outside you can't hear me i can hear you you guys are crazy already it's uh it's electric and you know the thing that adds to it is it is st patrick's day so people are firing early Yeah, I got two radio shows today, and you're up in Reno with your buddies watching games. I love this because you work a remarkably unique schedule early in the morning. So tell us about your buddies. Is this an annual tradition? You like to watch watch those first two days when all the games are firing? So we've been doing this for 32 years, literally. It started back in the early 90s, and we would come to Reno every year, and I actually worked here for 10 years, so my buddies would come to town. And when we first started this in 1990, it was a very small affair. You could get into a sports book at 10.30 in the morning on Thursday and Friday. Seats would be available. No one was doing this. We just wanted to get together and watch games because we love sports. Maybe make a couple of wagers, have a couple of cold brewskis. And then it's turned into madness. They call it March Madness. Well, it certainly is in Las Vegas and Reno to a lesser extent. But the sports books are filled. If you want to get a spot at the Westgate now, you probably got to get in the sports book by 6 a.m., first tip at 9. You're just sitting there for three hours waiting for games to start. Dana Wagner, News 3 LV. So, Dana, this is interesting because Vegas does it so big. You've been out here a long time. Now you got the Circa. There's a whole bunch of new resort properties opening here, and they rank it with the Super Bowl, and you're a big sports fan. Where do you rank March Madness compared to Super Bowl week out here? Well, they're going to wager more money in the United States of America over the 63 games of the tournament than they do on the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl is one day. This goes over three weekends, but that's how big this has turned into. It was really a lesser event. I mean, I remember when the tournament was 32 teams and then went to 48, and now they have 68 teams. So I would say 
because it's over three weekends, I like it better than the Super Bowl. Well, you and I are both big fans of Kevin Kruger and Lon before that. UNLV did not make the tournament, and they got to get going again because we need some local representation. The Lady Rebels getting in is a big story here that I know you've been covering with your wife, Kim. Can you believe what the – I mean, the Lady – this is how starved Las Vegas is. The Lady Rebels are going to the tournament, and there's a lot of interest in it. Can you Mm -hmm. imagine – if you want to be got back into the tournament, when was the last time they were in? It was a Kevin Kruger yeah. playing for his dad, and he was a point guard in the team. They made it to the Sweet 16 that year. But I mean, this this town I think is starved for a winner. And if uh, and I think I think Kruger's got them on the right track. I really do. Look where they started the season, yeah. and look where they ended the season. They beat Colorado State twice. Colorado State made the tournament this year, just got bounced. But I think that Kruger's got these guys going in the right direction for sure, and I don't think it's going to be long before they do get back into the tournament. Dana Wagner, kind enough to join us on a boys' weekend up in Reno, stepping outside <laughs> to check in. Uh, now, you were gloating, and I, that's why I reached out to you, Freddie Freeman, to your Dodgers. What, a, what an amazing move. I thought the Braves did him dirty. He should have been a lifetime Brave, and now he's sitting out. Yankees were in the hunt to get him. And your Dodgers come up there, and now that lineup is one of the best lineups I've ever seen in my life on paper. I, I, I totally agree with you, and I'm happy they got Freddie. Don't get me wrong. I think Max Muncy did a fine job. Mm-hmm. Bellinger can play first base, too. But uh, the fact that they added Freeman makes the lineup formidable for sure. But I think what the Dodgers need is some pitching. Don't they need starting pitching on that squad? That's what I was hoping they would get. I was hoping they were getting another arm. I was hate. I just hated to see when they lost Scherzer because I still think he's got a lot of life in that arm with him. I know he's asking for a lot of money, but the Dodgers can afford it. So letting him walk out the door that was a big blow for Dodger fans. Hey, uh, lastly, because we want you to get back to the action, are you sh- are you shocked as I am at the Golden Knights in the tank, the way they are, considering what they should be doing and how important another run is deep into the playoffs in this road trip. Now one of the best teams in hockey, Florida, comes to town tonight. And it's really a must-win game. Every game now is a must-win. They might get bounced from the playoffs. My, my wife keeps saying that on TV this is a must-win. I keep telling her there's only 20 games <laughs> left. I mean, there's 20. Right. I go, this is not a must-win. But she, she might be right. I mean, they've got to start getting on the, on the right track. They lost five in a row, never have it in franchise history. And to be honest, Golden Knights fans have been spoiled with that Golden Misfit team that came in and went all the way to the Stanley Cup final. People thought we were going to do that every year. People are going to lose their minds in Las Vegas if they don't make the playoffs this year. Listen, I still think they got a shot. And the reason I do is because they have so many good players that aren't playing right now, including the captain, Mark Stone. If they can get healthy, if they can get everybody back in the lineup, if they can get Leonard back in the net, this team can make a run, and that's the reason that I have a little bit of optimism on this Thursday. All right, Dana, when do you mix in a meal? Do you mix in a lunch, a big lunch, or do you save it for dinner? Because it sounds like it's wild up there. You're having a good time with your buddies. What's the plan for the rest of the weekend? Well, absolutely, you got to eat. If you're going to have a couple of green beers along the way, you better keep the stomach full. So, yeah, you're eating up here. Now, I'm not saying it's the best food in the world for you. <laughs> <laughs> there may be some chicken strips. They have something on the menu here. At this restaurant, it's called Pound O Fries. So that may be ordered to the table here soon. Have a good time. Thanks for thinking of me. Enjoy the time with your friends, will you? Thanks for having me on. And uh, 32-year tradition, I just hope that you listen. I'm hoping we're doing this in another 30 years. It's so much fun. You're the best. Thanks, Dana. Have a good time. Thanks, Brett. See ya. There's Dana Wagner, News 3 LV. Great guy, good friend.
Isn't that great? 30 years of friendship going up to meet his buddies up in Reno to watch games. Get out of Vegas, which is good. I'm getting out of Vegas this weekend. You try to do that or you stay here and you invite all your friends to come in. For those who are listening outside the market, we got a big streaming audience. you got to see it to believe it. You have to see it today because I love working on this day, but I know today there's just a lot of our listeners who, you know, who are just pounding away at college basketball. So I go heavy with the Raiders today. So we want to hear from you, 702-365-9200. And this, this is a historic moment because I look at today, for me today, March 17th, as the longest two-year run of my career when COVID started. Two years, two shows, and I got through it. Now, I'm not saying that COVID's not coming back. We're not doing that on the show today. But if you would have told me two and a half years ago that I'd have to go on the run doing shows from home, not being around my coworkers, came out of nowhere. It's been two years of sports leaving us and now finally coming back after two years of not having fans and not being able to cancellation of the NCAA tournament, then with no fans, and then you look at these arenas and they're packed and it's back to normal again. That's what college basketball does. It brings us together your alma mater, your team, maybe the school your parents went to, whatever it is, there's a great moment in your life if you're a sports fan that is based on college basketball. What is that? Today, hopefully you're enjoying it. Find a, find a moment today to connect with your friends and go watch these games, especially if you live in Vegas. 702-365-9200. We're brought to you by Resorts World, where Doghouse Saloon is packed today. Great place to go watch all the events and talk Raiders football. Waller comes in motion to the left side. Now he'll go back out to the right. Carr's going to throw. Dumps it to him for a touchdown. Beautiful. They went to Alec Engel. They crossed him up. Brent Musburger on the call as we say goodbye to Alec Engel, and he ended up in Miami. We wish him well. What a great Raider. I mean, you have to admit, what a what a great Raider he was. He comes in at fullback. He scores the first touchdown in Las Vegas. He, he does everything in the community you could ask him to do. I can't tell you how many events he was at that he would, no one knew about. I mean, the Raiders knew about it, and the Raiders in the community knew about, but I found out about it. You look at Raiders.com. You saw him anywhere. Once a Raider, always a Raider. He will be back, and when he comes back, Raider fans will give him a standing ovation. Adam Schefter, breaking news. The world champion Rams are giving former Bears wide receiver Allen Robinson a three-year, $45 million deal. That includes $30 million guaranteed per source. The Rams still have money left. Over for Odell Beckham Jr. and hope to resign him, uh, sign him coming off injury. So that's the breaking news. Uh, it's a big story. It just broke. Uh, Rams signing Allen Robinson, who a lot of Raider fans thought that that was the premier target to go get for the wide receiver position here. So for the Raiders, with what's left, I think Stephon Gilmore is the big name that I'm hoping for. I would love to see Gilmore on one side and Rock Justin on the other. I would love to see that. Uh, we'll see what's going to happen here. But the Rams getting Allen Robinson, I know a lot of Raider fans were counting on that one. I've always told you don't count your kegs before they're tapped. 
and they don't get him there. I don't know how big they were in the hunt. I have no idea how big they were in the hunt for that. There were a couple of rumors out there that they were, but we will not know. Why would the Raiders tell us? And that's a big signing because that's the type of guy who can come in instantly and catch 100 balls. He's one of those guys. You see, when you win and you have that all-in mentality like the Rams have now, and then you get Allen Robinson with Cooper Cup, Cooper Cup had the triple crown, the greatest season of all time, including Jerry Rice with the Super Bowl. Matthew Stafford, what a move that was, getting out of jail in Detroit and then going to L.A. and winning a Super Bowl. So they're able to reload, but they lose Von Miller to free agency there. Wow. Want another breaking news story, Bobby? Get your seatbelt on. Baker Mayfield has requested a trade. What is going on? Adam Schefter reporting. Let me just double-check this. It's not the fake account. Tom Pelissero and Adam Schefter reporting Baker Mayfield has requested a trade. All because they took a look and kicked the tires on Deshaun Watson. And then Deshaun Watson told me he wasn't interested. So here's what I think about Baker Mayfield. I'm a big Baker guy. I love him from Oklahoma. My kid goes to school there. The Seahawks and the Colts are the two front runners for Baker Mayfield. So Seattle could be good because the culture up there is really good. Fan base is strong. It's a very good culture. But they're coming off Russell Wilson. You don't want to fill those shoes. And I think if Baker goes to the Colts, that'll be solid. I thought the best fit for Baker was Houston. With his Texas ties, he goes back to Texas. He competes against the Cowboys in the state. And Baker wins there in Houston. Houston's the fourth largest media market. It's massive market for endorsements and all that. And he gets a fresh start there. And now you got to watch what's going to happen now with Cleveland as they don't have Baker Mayfield because if he requested a trade, that's done. He's gone. And then they're not going to get Deshaun Watson. So who are they going to get? And everybody thinks it's Jimmy Garoppolo. So that's a really good roster in Cleveland. So Carson Wentz could have been a fit. He signs with the Commanders. And Jimmy Garoppolo is still out there because Pittsburgh looked to be the front runner. And Pittsburgh went with Mitchell Trubisky. Uh, yeah, Baker Mayfield, what a bad couple of days. He got addicted to his phone. He's got a great wife. They should have been in Cabo, just kicking back at the beach in Cabo, put his phone away, play some golf. Well, he's rehabbing the injury, excuse me, with the shoulder. But still, relax in Cabo. He looked down at his phone. He found out that Deshaun Watson was, in, was interviewing with the Cleveland Brass, and he freaked out. That's what 15-year-olds do. When they break up, they freak out because of their phone. I read that the wrong way. I thought Baker was a hell of a player. Heisman Trophy into the all-time rookie touchdown record back-to-back seasons. Led the Browns to a playoffs, won a divisional playoff game. Not bad. Remember, he won a playoff game against a division rival, but he has requested a trade. So that is a big deal. So Allen Robinson, the price was pretty expensive. Raiders have other needs. But the Raiders need a speed-wide receiver. They're probably going to get it in the draft, or maybe there's a trade brewing. One hour down, one more to go. Let's reset the phones and have a Raiders rally on everything they've done. 702-365-9200. Kevin Bollinger from Fox 5 next.